Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, these and them, dragons, goblins, and disgusting oozes. You are. Thank you for coming. We really appreciate it. This is where intro music is playing. It could just be me singing about it. Do, 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 uh, awesome. Uh, we're going to get started here. Um, let me ha introduce our players. So my name is uh, Matt Smith. I will be the Dungeon Master for this campaign. And here we have our first player. Oh, me? My name is Dan. I'll be playing Eldred. And Dan, what uh, character is Eldred? Mine. <laughs> oh. What is his class? Oh, right, right. He is a he is sorcerer. A, sorcerer. a half, half, half elf, elf sorcerer. sorcerer. Beautiful. Beautiful. Um, and to Dan's left, we have... And then Luke, we play to recognize me as a Vingar from the encampment. And I'm playing Kuro Kurai, a tabaxi rogue monk, but he considers himself more of a ninja. Excellent. Excellent. Oh, oh. Uh, and then our uh, final player for the night. Hi. Oh, hi. Uh, I'm Britt. Uh, I'll be playing Ryder Die, uh, who is an uh, half-elf ranger. Excellent. Excellent. So, this is our Dungeons & Dragons podcast. We're going to get started here in just a hot second. Uh, we are all members of the Viking Encampment. It's a, an organization based in Minnesota um, who does Viking reenactment and edutainment. Um, please look us up on social media. So, let's get started. Our party finds themselves in the beautiful rural town of Greenwood. This is a, a town that is outside of a lot of the major cities. It, all three of them have been assigned this town to be their general place of work. They're all licensed adventurers, and they have been brought into Greenwood to be the adventuring party of this particular town and its surrounding area. Their manager, a kobold named Fizzle Bone Razor, uh, has assigned them to a small former tavern uh, the tavern was once called the Busty Boar. It is obviously no longer a tavern, as it is a, is a home to these three adventurers. Uh, as, as we walk into the home, we see uh, a wide entrance with swinging Western-style tavern doors um, still on their hinges. And throughout the, the center is a wide open space. And we have a balcony above the top, the back of the building is a set of stairs that lead up to the top, where all three of your rooms are currently. On the left-hand side, you have a bar that is still there, and behind the bar is a door that leads into the kitchen. So you have all been um, brought into the community room by a message. A small bird flies in and sits on the bar and sort of summons you each by name down into the common area. And this is, you all recognize that this is how Fizzle gets your attention. He doesn't have the time to come in and see you face to face on a regular basis. He loves you all and wishes you the best. But he sends the girl and says, John! 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 Ryder just grabs uh, their bow and arrow and just is ready, is ready to just take this bird out. And the bird sees that and goes, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> So, uh, how's everybody doing? I will never get used to that voice coming out of that bird for as long as I live, I swear. Okay, so we're good. 
Yeah, yeah, I think we're good. Excellent. Uh, I'm going to take uh, cover behind uh, the stairwell, and um, I'm going to try to stealth. Okay. <laughs> I didn't do very good. Okay. Nine. <laughs> the bird is staring at you. It's the very obvious, like, cat instinct, like, oh, it's a bird, I'm going to get it. But it's out in the open. Yeah. It's totally obvious. Yeah. As you as you sort of move your shoulder blades in a very cat-like way, the bird sort of hops back to you and starts getting a concerned uh, look on its face. And it begins to sort of blurt out its information. You've all been hired to find the sheep that have been stolen from Greenwood. Uh, the sheep, huh? Mm -hmm. And the, the bird starts listing off um, three key pieces of information. The first being that the sheep, the sheep were stolen from Mr. and Mrs. Myron's house. Their farm at the edge of town. Their, their name is House? No, their name is Lyra. Mr. and Mrs. Lyra. Oh, got it. Yeah, got House it. would be ridiculous. Die. Uh, yes. yes the bird continues. Chadwick has also been taken to the local prison, as he is suspected as the sheep thief. Chadrick was apprehended by old Tom Fuddle, who lives near the bridge across the river. You may wish to speak to him. Sorry, guys, with my things flaring up again. Every once in a while, I just have those random barks come across me. I don't know where they're coming from. I promise you that. Apologies. Keep going, Mr. Bird. You'll each be paid two gold per day. Do you wish to accept this job? Ryder's just going to look around and just kind of shrug and be like, uh, I mean, I guess. What do you guys think? Do we have a choice? Eldred is a little confused because he's all... <laughs> He heard some noises that sounded like dogs, and he would wish to investigate that. But yeah, sure, sheep missing. Okay, he will roll an insight check to figure out where the heck that came from. Mm -hmm. Go ahead, roll. Uh, ten. So you are on the uh, northern side. The home is on the northern side of Greenwood. On the uh, to the east is the Frostnaga River, and past the Frostnaga River is a massive forest. This huge forest has all sorts of creatures and um, different uh, flora and fauna and is almost never ventured into. There are several paths that lead through the forest to other parts of the continent, but Greenwood is on the very edge of the Prescient Council, which is sort of the, the conglomeration that, you, that Greenwood is a part of. And most trade that would come to the Prescient Council either comes by sea on the north or comes through um, the, the passes to the south of the forest. Not very many travelers come through. So you know that likely dog, wolf, uh, other animal sounds are going to come from that forest. And you have this uh, keen suspicion that there have been, that, uh, that maybe just sort of coyotes or wolves barking in off, in, off in the forest. Eldred will look relieved that it was, he thinks that's the source of these barks, mm. not something else. Uh, Kuro's gonna run out and try to grab the bird. Uh, roll an attack. Oh boy. <laughs> uh, nat 20. Um, 
So you grab her um, with both hands, and as soon as you do, it, its eyes widen, and it just explodes. Like, the bird itself just <laughs> into what you can only describe as an explosion of feathers, and then an eruption of glitter. <laughs> and the glitter falls down onto the bar, and as you're watching, it starts to form shapes, and it's two square boxes stacked on top of each other, one above the other, and two, two words next to each box. One says accept, and one says decline. Uh, can I find, like, a squirt bottle somewhere? Yes. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> I'm going to squirt the cat. Yeah. yeah that's roll, smart. This is the... Roll that attack. <laughs> a range attack. Oh, you're good at these, I would assume. 17. 17. Do you... Uh, what is your... Uh, AC 16. AC 16. So you get some water sort of in the face. <laughs> Come on. No. Bad cat. Fine. And I'll take one of my daggers, I'll stab it into the yes box. <laughs> and the, and the, been through this. This bar top is just completely covered with your claw marks. A simple press will do. You don't even use the bar. I mean, yeah, because there's fair. scratches everywhere, but I mean, that's a fair point. Now, you okay. like a magic guy? Just fix it with your magic stuff. Aren't you like a sneaky guy? Why don't you dodge the water stuff? The glitter starts to swirl. And you're, while you're having this conversation, you see sort of a miniature tornado of glitter that's getting a little bigger than it probably should be. And it's also inside your home, and it keeps spinning and spinning and spinning and spinning and spinning. And spinning and and spinning and behind the yes, getting bigger and bigger. And then you hear Fizzle's voice, Thanks, guys! And the glitter just goes everywhere. And your interior room is now full of glitter. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I ducked behind the bar. <laughs> Is it done yet? We really need to get a better system of communication. Or, like, put you on a leash, one of the two, so we don't get this tornado glitter storm every single time. There is a bell that rings outside. You know, that bell indicates that you have mail. Uh, Ryder's going to go and get the mail. Uh, in the, It's a little mailbox, and it's got, it looks like a, someone's artistic depiction of a mimic. So it's it's carved in wood, but it has a mouth, uh, and it, it. Like, closes, too. and then you open it up and you pull out. It's a contract yeah. that basically reads out the entirety thing, all the things that you were just told. Mm. It has your signatures sort of automatically populated. I did not dock you sign this. <laughs> it's um, what what is that? Don't you know, I don't get any magic. What kind of magic are you talking about? Yield interwebby. Oh. I know, I know. It, it must be a really weird plane. I've never heard of it. Only been there once. Should talk to Fizzle about that stupid bird thing, because if he just sends this too, might as well just do one of them. Well, the bird uh... thing is normally good for info, but I'm not going to lie to you. I kind of like it because I love watching you try and catch that bird. Every I time. don't like the glitter. I'm really tired of cleaning I mean, up the it glitter. It is hard to get out it's of It's a air. lot of glitter. I'm yeah. still finding it in it, places. It, it, we get a weird connotation in this town whenever we walk around. We just sparkle. I mean, it's, good for us. Ryder, you do know that there is a... Um, you This particular mailbox mm. doesn't receive mail from anyone other than Fizzle. Okay. You have like this weird 
mimic male box and next to it's just like a normal box okay. or a regular mail. Yeah. The one of the functions of that mailbox is to file complaints okay. with your uh, with your agency if you would like. So if you would like to file a complaint about the glitter, uh, you may do so. Eldred is going to clean himself off with prestidigitation real quick. <laughs> and ignore the rest of the group. <laughs> I'd rather like watching him sparkle. Hey, 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 magic guy. Um, me. Yeah. Why? You look so pretty when you're like that. It's itchy, itchy. I'll cast it on ride or die first. Ah, <laughs> uh, thanks. Come on, thanks. You start to like clean yourself a little bit <laughs> and realize that it's like plasticky uh, 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 a little bit. Oh god, he has another hairball at press dissertation. <laughs> <laughs> outside, outside, outside. <laughs> oh, away from the carpet. <laughs> Excellent. So uh you know you know that uh the bird mentioned uh Chadrick Shunt. Uh Chadrick is the son of the mayor and a local troublemaker. Chadrick has been in trouble for all sorts of things, vandalism, theft, bullying, all sorts of minor misdemeanors. This type of activity would not be out of the realm of him and his sort of gang of idiots. The uh, other people that I mentioned are Old Tom Farvel. Uh, Old Tom is a half-elf hunter who lives again on the other side of the bridge. Uh, Tom has apparently been there for longer than the town has been around. Um, and he was, he's about 200 years old, and he is an old hunter. So <laughs> is, is his name Old Tom, or are you just calling him Old Tom because he's old? His name is Old Tom Marvel. That is what everyone calls okay. him. As far as you know, that is his legal name. <laughs> what is your obsession with these names, ride or die? Uh, I just like to make sure. I like to be proper. I want to make sure I'm calling him by the right name. Yeah, that's right. hmm. and the, uh, the third uh, group of people that the bird mentions are uh, Colin and Genevieve Lyra. They are fairly new to Greenwood. They moved here about a year ago. They are farmers on the edge of town. They have a farm on the south end of Greenwood, so the opposite side of the town from you, where most of the farming community is, living just sort of on the south end of town and trading. They have uh, essentially a sheep ranch. As far as you know, they've been very cordial. You've run into them once or twice over the course of the month that you've been here. And they are very kind, very nice, and seem to be in a situation where their sheep are consistently going missing on a regular basis. So they're having sheep disappear on a regular basis? Yes, this, is, this has been a consistent problem. It's not a new thing. Yeah, it has. You said Chad. Cadric was the one he's already in jail. He is he's in jail. currently being held in jail until a traveling judge okay. can come and preside over his case. Now, you also know that Cadric, being the mayor's son, will probably never see the court date. He'll, He'll likely, likely be bailed out, and, bailed then out and then the judge will be paid off, paid off, off whichever judge ever arrives, arrives Greenwood. Greenwood. Mm. Uh, the, there is no, there is no judge in Greenwood, so. The judicial, judicial system, either either Western Western judges justice doled out to the sheriff, the sheriff or, or in the case of, in the case of something a little more official, they bring in a judge from the neighboring town. Well, I guess we could go and talk with Chadrick, but 
I feel like that's just going to be a wasted effort. He's going to claim innocence. His dad's going to buy him out. Maybe we go talk to Colin and Genevieve first. The Lyris. The Lyris. I do declare. Well, now they gotta have something next. <laughs> oh, this is going to be good. Oh, yeah. Maybe ask, Maybe ask them some questions since it continuously yeah. happens. Yeah, like if it's been, yeah, like if it's been happening since it got here, then why is Chadrick only now going to jail for it? Sorry, correction. They Not since they got here. It's just been happening over the course of the month. Oh. Yeah, so it, it's recently started. But it is happening. And as I estimate, so normally this kind of thing would be dealt, dealt by the sheriff or would just be dealt with by people who own the sheep. It's not uncommon for people like Chadrick, little idiots, to pull pranks, steal things, and get, get themselves, themselves into trouble with farmers or shopkeepers. But it would seem something has occurred that has made... Uh, the Lyras escalate this to the adventure, the local adventuring party. They have some, they may have some suspicion that uh, this is more than just cheap thievery. Well, you two want to go there and start with them? Yeah, we go straight to the horse's sheep's mouth. Good one, Catman. I'm the Catman. Fast forward, fast forward. <laughs> so you adventure through uh, town. You are no fast longer forward. covered in glitter. So Thank you God. look, you know, in your normal outfits. The town knows who you are. You've only been here for about a month. But they're, it's a small town. People aren't inherently open and warm to outsiders, particularly cat people. They aren't necessarily distrusting or disliking of you, they just don't know how to approach that. It's, it's a weird thing for them. They haven't encountered it very often. Uh, however, there is uh, one older woman who is retired who always keeps out a bowl of milk on, your, on the doorstep, specifically with a little uh, tag that has her name on it. There are several bowls of milk out here with different <laughs> tags on them, and for some reason, whether it is cute or degrading, you can't really tell, but you are made happy. But it's delicious. I, I am... Very torn. Like, is this is this racist? <laughs> I I don't know what's going on here. I'm I'm flattered that they care enough, like but at the same tolerant. time, I don't know. It seems really, really mm-hmm. like assumptive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I've been meaning to ask you, Kuro. Have you ever drinking out of any of these? <laughs> I mean, there, there was this one time I tried, and it was. It was good milk, but it was out for a little while, so my stomach wasn't very good. Yeah, it was not a good night. I'm yeah. not cleaning the litter box again after that. Why is a litter box? Why is there a litter box? There? Oh God! with assumptions about just tabaxi is is so. It is, this is a good clarifying question. Does Toro use the toilet? Or yeah, wait. Does he use a litter box? Like, Welcome to Hell or High Water, where we discuss meaningful D and D topics. Like, he does a taxi poop in a litter box? They're they're people too. Okay. He was a mere. What kitten. does that mean? Do you people poop in a litter box? Sometimes. Why are you just? Oh. <laughs> what? Nothing. We just. Oh, I use the litter box. I love Bell's Cantina. 
wants to do a beach episode. <laughs> anyway, um, while this is happening, um, Ryder is kind of oblivious to the cat conversation, but seeing everyone staring just thinks that, like, he's like, hey, yeah, and doing like finger guns and like winking at people, like, he thinks he's like the town hero. Yeah, yeah, you get a lot of like a lot of looks, like a lot of side eyes. <laughs> yes, yeah, perfect. They're not, but there's there's a couple of small kids in town. Yeah. And when they, you do that in their direction, they're like, yeah. They, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You have a lot of excitement. And the mom just like scuffles them off. <laughs> Saying, no, no, no. no. <laughs> don't, don't. Every, uh, every time that Ride or Die does the little finger guns, little sparks fly out of her things because I'm casting precipitation <laughs> behind it. Real like, pew, pew, pew. And the kids love it. Chaos. So you get you get through town, made a very strong impression mm. on the children, and you arrive at uh, Con and Genevieve's home. It is a stone hut, uh, clearly, uh, clearly one room, exceptional large, large but, but it has been framed in wood. It's got a very nice new thatch over the top. Behind the home is a barn, a very all stone, and the roof again is thatched, and clearly that's where the sheep are kept. Uh, there, are, there are some fences for small little pens, but for the most part, the sheep are out, out amongst the field. Mm. The south end of town is a little open field. There are walls, waist-high stone walls that run along the, the roads themselves, and the sheep are too lazy to jump those. So they stay mostly between the river and the walls. There is a, you can hear barking off in the distance as a very large dog like like big husky big dog is herding the sheep and keeping them together. Adorable. Uh, I'm gonna knock on the door. Great. Roll of perception. Mm, seven. What languages do you speak? Um, let me remember one second. Sikura, are you pretty uh, perceptive? Uh, oh, good. We'll have to find out. <laughs> that is correct. Hildred is staring at the dog. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Common, dwarfish, elfish, and primordial. Great. What? What's up with you and that dog? I'm just staring at it. It looks very friendly. <laughs> you just go pet it. You, you, you think that's wise right now? Dare you to go pet the dog? I'm going to go start looking at the dog. As you sort of take a step to leave, like to walk out towards the field, <laughs> the door just opens and you see a beautiful woman with long brown hair. She looks at you three and goes, Oh, thank heavens you're here! Please come in, come in! I have baked scones, I have some tea, I will sit you down on the, on the shade, and we will discuss our little problem. Please, come in, come in, come in! I'm gonna look at the other two and just go, deep. Do you know what a chase is? Before she's even done talking, Kuro's inside. Like, Scones, yeah! <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> manners, remember your manners. So you run in, and there's a, there's a the hut is divided into two rooms. One is sort of uh, cut off by a curtain, clearly probably the living space. And then you have the second room, which is or the bedroom space. The second room is like the living space. There is a couch. There is a small coffee table, there's a kitchen on the back with an open fire, 
uh, a metal stove and uh, a small sink and things like that. You sit down on the couch. It is extremely comfortable, like silly. And there's a large plate of lemon poppy seed scones and a huge jug of sweet tea. Oh, yeah, I'm just stuffing my face. <laughs> um, how many do you eat? How many are there? Two, Two dozen. I'll have eight. <laughs> After the third one, he's going to get a karate chop on the head from Eldred. Manners! So you both sit down as well? Yeah, I'm going to grab some sweet tea and then sit down. Mm. Uh, it, is, it is in a beautiful, like, carved wooden goblet. Mm. Very gorgeous. There are six of them laid out on the table, so you can all have your own. Genevieve takes one herself, pours herself some sweet tea, takes the scone, takes a little nibble. Oh, thank heavens you're here. I just might tell you, this has been the worst month of my life. Oh, oh, oh boy. I'll, I'll get you some girl. more. And she, she goes back into the kitchen and she brings out another batch, but uh, along with six more scones are six months. And she says, <laughs> One at a time, girl. The crew's like, we're double twisting the pastries. <laughs> Excellent. Chew! Chew! First your dissertation, squirt pot out of the finger. Oh, that's bad. As you're enjoying the refreshments, you see Colin come out from the bedroom space. Colin is very tall, probably 6'3, 6'4. Looks fairly muscular and would be very fit were it not for how pale he is. He seems to be sweating, eyes are sort of sunken. He looks to be ill. Uh, and immediately he sees you three and is very stern-faced. I told you, I didn't need a church to take care of this. Oh, honey, don't you, don't you worry, just one bit. This will cost us anything. Fizz will promise to do it pro bono. And not only that, these three feel absolutely one. Uh, th thank you, ma'am. Uh, please uh, forgive my cat friend here just eating all of the scones. Oh, they are... no I have so many more. Uh, don't. Oh. Uh, uh, Amy. very careful. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay. Well, you might have a cat now, ma'am. Um, uh, sir, no, we're just, we're here. We really want to help you. Um, please don't blame Mrs. Lyra much. Um. Do you mind if we just ask you a few questions? We just really are here to help. Oh, of course. Fine. Oh, honey, you can call me Genevieve. <laughs> okay. Uh, <clears throat> she tosses her hair over her shoulder. <laughs> Gen Genevieve, Genevieve. <clears throat> ma'am. Um, thanks for that. Uh, you, you can call me Ryder. Um, hi. Uh, yeah, perfect. Great. Um, so... Uh, Sheep have gone missing. That's what, uh, can you, uh, oh, can you explain that to me, please? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Roll honey, of persuasion. <laughs> <laughs> honey, can you tell them about the sheep problem? I just spent so much of my time in the house. And Collins looks at you three, he's got his arms crossed, and he says, yeah, sheep are gone missing. Mm, mm -hmm. Yeah, I could have told you that, Ryder. Yeah, no, thank you. Thank you both, the cat and the human man. Um, yep, sheep have gone missing. How many sheep have gone missing? He sort of uncrosses his arms and relaxes a little bit. He pours himself a cup of sweet tea. He takes a scone 
And then he puts it down, decides he doesn't want it. Takes a sip of the tea and says, you know, we've been here almost a year now. Moved out of the big city, decided to get ourselves some land, raise some sheep. It was going really well. We even made it through the winter with almost our entire flock. And then a month ago, they just start going missing. First one, then two, five, six, seven, and at random intervals. And I've, I've been sick these last couple of weeks. I haven't been able to watch the flock. And we, we tried to hire a kid to, to watch him overnight, and that didn't work. And even our dogs had trouble keeping track of them. I just, I just can't tell you what's happening. But if we don't stop losing sheep now, we're going to lose the house. We're going to lose our entire property. Oh, honey, that won't happen. We'll be just fine. I promise. So the dog is having trouble with it as well out there? Has it been barking like crazy in the middle of the night? You know, I, I haven't heard much barking. I've, mostly the, the dog sleeps out with the, in the sheep or in the barn, and then when we come out, two, three, four, gone. Mm. Mr. Firester? Yes. Uh, has there been, like, signs of struggle or blood or anything like that? His eyes kind of widen a little bit, and he, and he, he, he takes a moment, kind of steps back, and then he goes, nothing overt. I mean, I think it's just some animal coming across the river from the forest and taking them, but clearly it's too big for the dog to handle, so we got some adventures. You didn't really answer my question, though. And? You're going to, in a very uh, charming way, Eldred is going to go, I understand you don't want us here, and you think you can handle it on your own. Maybe you can, but here we are. So help us help you. And tell me what you really want to know, but in a much more charming way than what I'm actually able to sheepishly start filling his mouth with scones again. <laughs> um, Colin looks at all three of you and relaxes his shoulders a little bit. And he says, I just, we just need to make it through the month. At the end of the day, you know, we got cheering coming up. We're going to get them clean. We're going to sell the wool. And we'll be in a good shape. But if, if we don't, if I keep losing my flock, I'm not going to be able to stay here. I have to move back to my parents. Oh, God. Not my parents. And he, he has this sort of convulsion of his stomach. He's like, I'm sorry, excuse me. And he runs into a small curtain area where you hear, and you hear, and you see Genevieve look over and go, it's okay, honey, get it all out. Uh, <laughs> how, many, uh, how many of those scones did uh, your husband have? Oh, he doesn't like them much. Okay, okay go ahead. We're good. We're good. Yeah. Did he get yeah. sick right around the same time that your sheep started missing, going missing? You know, I, I can't quite say. It's been so long. And like I said, I spend most of my time in the house. I don't really uh, wander out into the fields unless I'm just feeling a little frisky. Good to know. <laughs> um, on that note... You know, I'm so, I'm sorry. I've I've had quite a bit of your sweet tea, and <laughs> you know what tea does. Um, can I use your restroom, please? Well, uh, you, you hear the con. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, just, yeah, yeah, that's no, that's that's fine. Thank you. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah. <laughs> and, and and a little splash of water, and then Colin comes back out and goes, "I'm sorry. Ah, feel free to stay as long as you'd like. Um, Genevieve can show you the bar, uh, but I got I gotta lay down." And he walks back into the bedroom area. The curtain closes. Uh, okay. Go for it, Ryder. Yeah, I'll I'll be I'll be right back. Mm-hmm. Um. Really, I'm just trying to investigate the house a little bit mm, and do a little okay. bit of sneaky Snoopy stuff. Yeah, okay. Eleven. So it is a very modest cottage. Mm. There's not a lot of frills or extra things, but it's clearly been very made very comfortable. Um, you can see sort of flashes of what you would consider Genevieve's style in the sense that all of the places that guests would be are very heavily attention. A lot of attention paid there. All the areas that are sort of private and personal are very spartan, very uh, sort of minimalist. Um, the bathroom, there are a bouquet of flowers on the back of the quote-unquote toilet. Um, there is running water in the city, and it's you know fueled in sort of all flows out to a, a major uh, sump pump that filters it out magically and then puts it down the river. But, um, so the, the commode, if you would, is very decorated and there's like scented candlesticks and very nice areas. But the kitchen is, it, it almost looks like an industrial kitchen in the sense that everything is clean, everything is sharp and has its own place. But it's clearly not designed for guests to spend much time. Well, Ryder's doing that. Uh, question for the DM: mm-hmm. Would Eldred know, like pro bono work from Fizzle? Is that normal? It's not abnormal in the sense that Fizzle is the one who has to take money from the client. You already know from the contract you have, you are getting paid for this job. So where that money coming is coming from is, is a mystery, but you know you will receive money, and it seems that Genevieve is under the assumption, or correct or incorrect, that Fizzle is not charging them to uh, have you investigate. So then Eldred will ask Genevieve, so tell me, do you know Mr. Fizzle? Uh, oh, uh, only for correspondence. You see, I know that the local uh, adventuring guild has assigned you to this town, and when I went to the mayor asking for a little more help. See, originally, old Tom Farrell said he could take care of it, but for one reason or another, he told me he couldn't do it anymore. So we had to go up the chain of command, if you will. So I contacted the mayor, Mr. Shunt, and he said that we would have to get in contact with the adventuring guild. So I sent out a letter, and that went off to fizzle. And he got back to me and said he would love to assign our new Greenwood Adventures to this little endeavor. And here you are! I think I got diabetes. Um, oh, honey, are you okay? Do you need some chamomile? No, no. I'll, uh, I'll cure it later. It's fine. Um, I'm going to walk out. And uh, <clears throat> you, you, can we check out the barn? Oh, of course. Come with me. Do you need a muck for the robe? Wait for me. I'm already stuffing my like, <laughs> robes with like scones and everything. As you're going out, you see uh, Genevieve has 
has put two scones and two muffins and um, in a napkin and folded it over and slyly handed it to you. And she also hands you a little like cork capped bottle with uh, sweet tea in it. Oh boy. Thanks, Miss Genevieve. Like I said, honey, you are welcome here anytime. Oh, I'm coming back for sure. Oh, At least we know what we can find. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's ever missing. <laughs> we'll check the balls. He's not like to be there because they were And it is a huge barn. It has clearly been there for a very long time. Now, the town of Greenwood itself is about 150 years old. It was established as a farming community when multiple farmers were living close enough together to build a town and create a communal space for everyone around the area. The town itself has grown over the course of that time. It's expanded a little bit, but the farming community has always been big. It's likely that this hut and barn have been here for much longer than the town itself. The barn is huge and was clearly designed to hold over 100 sheep. You can see currently there are 50. So you walk in, and the first uh, little area is sort of the stalls for the sheep where they all hang out and feed. And then there are like cleaning areas, and there are areas for shearing, and there are, you know, storage, because at least throughout the barn. And you see the 15 sheep are, are clearly are still out in the field, and so you can see the beds that they've made in the hay and the areas and things on the walls. And you notice as you walk that on the, there, there's the main door that opens up. And on the back of the barn, there's another door. This door has an iron bar across it and wood nailed and glued across, all over it. And it's clear that it's taken some damage over some recent period of time because it's been like, put back and like, like literally bolted into place. So it can't open anymore. So does this barn appear pretty secured with the exception of the one door they're going in and out of? As far as you can tell, yes. So I, uh, Eldred will ask Genevieve, so do you lock all the sheep in here every night or is this... They free oh. range outside. Oh, oh yes, yeah, so we put them in here every night, and we do our best to lock them up. Now, um, I'm not really the one to talk about this. I'm so sorry. My husband does all the sheep work, but we do bring them in. I know that, and we feed them in the morning, so they have their food, and then we head about into the field where they frolic and play with Chester, our little dog. And you see Chester. Chester is now. You thought Chester was big out in the field. You now get. Chester coming up to Genevieve. Genevieve's 5'3", five, 5'4". Five, Chester is at, like, chest height. Chester is enormous for a dog. Ridiculously big. And his coat is sort of a dappled gray color with piercing blue eyes. And Chester immediately walks up, looks, like, dead, like, look you in the eyes like intentionally looking all of you in the eyes with some uh, hint of intelligence that a normal dog wouldn't have. But then Genevieve starts scratching his ears. He just like lays down. Miss <laughs> 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 Yes? Can I ride Chester? 
Oh, honey, no. I'm so sorry. He is, oh. he, he is very loyal, and he loves France, but I'm afraid he just can't support your weight. That's fair. Guy. No, that's fair. You were the uh, I am proficient in animal handling. Can I pet the pupper? Okay. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So this, this is just brick coming out. Going like, how do uh, I get no, this? no, this is all right. Eleven. You go to pet what you would know would be like a safe place on the dog, mm. right? You just like the upper shoulder. Yeah, yeah. Um, and immediately as soon as your hand touches his hair, he's looking at you dead in the eyes. Do you continue petting? Uh, I'm going to go for like under the chin and just be like, mm. no, I love you, but I love you. He raises his chin and he feels the scratches, yeah. and his tongue sort of lulls out of the side of his mouth. Yeah. And then he rolls over and shows you his belly. Yeah. Oh, you go more. So, are we just going to ignore the big, scary, like, boarded up door? Oh, like, it's already there. there. <laughs> Looking at investigating that. Uh, roll the investigation for me. Oh, neat. 20. All right. This door has taken a beat. It looks as though two doors, the front and the back, were both installed at the same time. You would have a guess of oh, roughly a year ago. So likely when Colin and Genevieve purchased the barn for, from whoever, they installed the door through security. They updated some The door that you walked in is perfectly functional. It faces the house. The door you're looking at now looks as if it has been blown off the hinges multiple times. It, this door faces the forest and the river. And you, you can tell that, well, this, isn't, this clearly wasn't done well. It was done with whatever they had on however quickly they could get the door back up to it in place. So it's it's nailed up, it's screwed in, it's like glue. It's, if they had duct tape, there would be duct tape on this thing. Like it is everything that they could think of. There are there are pieces of furniture, chairs, and crates that have been pushed up against it to sort of keep it in place. And that's both sides, both the inside and the outside? Just the inside. Just the inside. Just the inside. Uh, Kudo gets an idea mm -hmm. and will run outside mm -hmm. into the field. Does he put his little finger in on his paw up? And yeah, he just takes off. Doesn't say anything <laughs> to anyone else. Great. Just has that moment of, oh, and leaves. What are you looking for? Um, I realized that Chester's inside the barn with us, which means the sheep are currently unattended. Yes. So he goes, uh oh, and goes to watch the sheep. Great. So you see. 15 to 20 asshole sheep. Pardon my friend. Oh, <laughs> they are, they look like the meanest, grumpiest, most unsocial sheep you have ever seen in your lives. And you notice something weird. They're following you with their, like the whole herd is staring at you. And then you like take a couple of steps and help. You take a couple of steps and help. And then like one will put its head down and munch, and it'll pop up. It will put its head down and munch, pop up, and they're sort of taking turns at eating. They all stare. Hmm. 
I'll just, I'll just like moving around. Mm-hmm. And they're just watching. And they're sort of playing with the, the situation. They sort of shuffle. Do you try to walk through them? <laughs> no. Okay. So they're, they're staying in a nice little clump. And at the front is a ram. Big, burly, curling horns, black uh, wool, and the rest of the herd is white. And the, the ram in particular is sort of, has more attitude than the rest. The rest are very just sort of watching and inspecting you. And the ram is sort of judging you about your movement and your purpose in life. Um, yeah, I'll just, uh, I'll kind of like move up in spurts. Mm-hmm. So like I'll go 20 feet in a direction really quick and I'll just stop and like watch them and then mm-hmm. like, okay, okay. And I'll go in a different direction, about 15 to 25 feet and stop mm-hmm. and watch them and just kind of keep darting around mm-hmm. the herd, never going through it, but just mm-hmm. kind of like paying attention to what their reactions are and kind of like imagining what Chester would be doing and trying to replicate that as ah. much as I would know. Yeah. Yeah, so you you can see that they've at the more time you spend out there, the more they relax. And the more when you originally got there they very much clumped together very tightly. And now they're starting to spread out a little. The ram is still watching you pretty consistently, but he's sort of like, yeah, this is much and then you'll make a quick move and he'll watch. And he like lowers his head a little bit every time you make a move that's just a little too fast, as if he's gonna try to headbutt you. But as you spend time, they sort of relax and, and pace out and look more just like a normal herd of sheep. Mm-hmm. Back on the inside, mm-hmm. does can I tell like what caused the damage on that door? Roll investigation. Roll another. Man. Oh man. A <laughs> uh, nine. A nine. It looks like a combination of blunt force and some sort of hacking instrument. So there's a lot of chunks missing from the door that have been patched over. And they aren't in any particular pattern. And it's hard to tell what caused something like this, but it would have taken a lot of force. Does it appear to be Chester sized? No, like, no, it is off sized style damage. Um, roll. Do you have knowledge of nature? Uh, yeah, actually. Great, roll that for me. Like, I just have a uh, bonus to it. Yeah, 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 so roll an endless. Nine. Nine. You, it could be. It looks like it, 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 it doesn't fit perfectly. It's not like two puzzle pieces snapping together. Okay. But it's close enough that it is possible. I don't have any senses for that. Okay. Um, I will then begin looking around the outside of the barn just for any other signs of like struggle, tracks, blood, wool. Roll a... Roll a perception for me, would you? Good. Eleven. Eleven. So it's... you don't see what you as you're walking around, sort of looking, checking out the barn, grass, looking at the forest, and your eyes drift out to the river. 
and the river makes a wide bend around this farmland, so it very much slows down right next to next to the farm. And you can see it's very shallow up there. And as you take a step, your foot doesn't find the ground anymore. It finds a big old hole. Fuck. And it doesn't hurt, but it's almost all the way up to the groin. Like, it is a deep hole. And you pull yourself out, and you are now staring was, it was covered in grass. Like the, the grass is long around the base of the barn, but there is a big, probably four foot by four foot hole in the ground going underneath the barn. I will call out to Miss Genevieve mm -hmm. and ask her, can you join me out here for a minute? I have a question for you. Oh, yeah, okay. So she comes out. Oh, she sees the hole. Oh my god, what has happened here? Do we have some crazy old badgers? What kind of badger? Uh, that was my question for you, so I take it by that this isn't normal for your arms. Oh, no, I am not from this area. I do not know the wildlife very well. I know Chester, and I know this sheep, and I know the birds that come visit my feet on a daily basis. But other than that, I do not spend much time in the forest, and Colin is the one who spends all of his day fishing or taking care of the wood chopping or directing the sheep around. I don't know what he does, but at the end of the day, I am not acquainted with the animals of this region. Okay. Uh, so what do you think? Probably a badger. What you... That's a big old badger. They grow them big out here. Yeah, that's what really? I've, been, I've been led to believe that. It, I mean, look at the size of the cats out here as we look off to see Coral like just <laughs> starting to keep <laughs> Genevieve runs back into the barn, grabs your arm, mm. and tugs you uh. along and says, Oh, come here, honey. I, you have to see this. Uh, and, um... and she she sort of stands you next to the hole and says, What do you think that was? My best guess, probably a badger. <gasps> hmm. No! Yeah, definitely a badger. I have never heard of such a large badger. Yeah, they're, what a they're badger large. eat my sheep? Vicious, vicious yeah, creatures. Though. Yeah. I, well, you uh, got to do something about that. Yeah, no, we'll go look for badgers. Okay. They don't care, they don't is care. what I've heard. They just... Especially the honey variety. They really just don't you care. You think they'd be sweet with the honey? But they aren't. They aren't at all. Very ironic. Oh, no, no. Nothing. You don't need to worry. We're going to help. We'll, I'll investigate the hole and see right. like, where this goes. <laughs> yeah. Did you get in the hole? I thought I fell into there. Well, your leg is in it. You could pull yourself out or you could jump in. Girl. Girl, yeah, you're good. Are you good at this? Girl, sitting in the middle of the field at this point, like just staring contest with the ram. Mm -hmm. The ram has has walked up to you and is literally sitting right, like right face to face with you. Girl, you good over there, buddy? I think I'm Okay. Well, Ryder, how are you with investigating dark, scary holes, man? Yeah. Okay. And I just jump in the hole. <laughs> So it's a, like I said, a four foot by four foot hole, roughly. I'm not great at hole math. Um, and it it goes down directly underneath the wall of the barn. Okay. And there's a little area at the bottom that is flattened, sort of like intentionally flattened out. 
and then it comes up underneath the barn in one of like inside the barn you can see some a little bit of hay from one of the sheep stalls so there's a big hole underneath the wall uh roll roll perception for me. oh good i do you get advantage on perception for any specific uh type of skill like scent hearing uh eyesight yes all of the above. Is it dark in there? I can help you then. It is dark. I, I have dark vision though. Yeah. So, but no, I just have perception. Okay, great. Roll perception. Okay. I'm automatic proficient with perception. Sixteen. It smells like blood. It smells like old blood. It does smell like blood. Guys, it it smells real bad down here. As you go, as like you walk a little bit further, yeah, and you kick something. I'm gonna. Oh God! Oh, there's something there. I kick something. Um, I guess I'm gonna feel for whatever it is. It feels smooth and gooey. Yeah, you can feel it. You can. I'm gonna feel it first because I don't like any of this. Reach your hand and it feels it feels smooth and hard on one part and sort of gooey. Oh, God, I think this is... I'm gonna... Okay, hang on. I'm, I'm gonna look. Yeah, I'll look. It's a sheep carcass that has been half buried. Uh, like the dirt. So are you squeamish? Like, what is... I've yeah. never seen this side of you before. Um, do I notice anything kind of odd about the way the sheep... Like, because sometimes mm -hmm. sheep could just break a leg in a hole and die. But, like, has the sheep been... Ritualized or used in some fashion. So, in your experience, yeah. Yeah. that's why we're playing D and D. Obviously, pentagram carved into its skull. No, <laughs> <laughs> no. The people I hang out with, I'm not sure if that's a bad sign or yeah, good sign. So you have, as a as a ranger, you have spent time out in the woods. You have seen what like nature takes its toll. Animals get sick. Animals get injured. Mm. This is not that. Yeah. Whatever killed this brutalized it. The bones are snapped and chewed and clawed. And there, now that you're actually looking, there are bits of animal all over this hole. Okay. Like initially, as you start walking, you're kind of like, okay, just clump some dirt. Yeah. It's it's like wool. Yeah. yeah. There's an ear. And there, and many of them are. Lying. I'm assuming sheep ear. Yes, it's yeah. sheep. <laughs> sheep viscera. Okay. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. Like, but it doesn't. It doesn't seem recent. Mm -hmm. It seems at least a week old, if not older. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pop my head kind of out of the hole and just be like, "Oh, Miss Genevieve, everything's fine right now. Can you come down with me, please?" Yeah, Miss Genevieve, if you don't mind, we'll just. We'll take our time out here and kind of uh, yes, no. so we'll check back in with you. But if you want to go back into the house, badgers don't attack people, do they? Oh, oh. no, not as kind as you. They, 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 yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, I'm gonna take Chester with me. Um, excuse me, uh, Mr. Mr. Cat Person, Mr. Yeah. What was what was your name? The name's Kuro Cry. Oh, okay. Cur Curl, you make, you make sure that she don't run away. Now, usually they're very good about staying between the wall and the river, but with this horrible badger creature on the loose, I just don't want to take any risks. What about Chester? Well, he's going to come in with me and make sure I don't get attacked by a badger. 
Okay. <laughs> no you idea, but you take care of yourself, you sweetheart. Yeah, absolutely. If you've got a problem, I'll take a stab at it. Oh, can, we, can we talk to him about that? Oh no. Eldred is playing into it at this point. He's playing a little theme song. <laughs> Press it into change right behind. <laughs> Take care of it. Uh, exactly. Anime intro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. We got a gap to do it. Yeah. So if we can just edit that in there, press the digitation. Perfect. <laughs> um, are you still staring at the RAM while you're yeah. talking? <laughs> okay. yeah, no, that's good. You're in a death. Yeah. Can we see him staring at the RAM? Yes. Okay. Yeah, keep doing that. You're in a death match now. You want to dodge as soon as you blink. Can you just glance around every so often just to make sure the other sheep are there? But I'm winning. Yeah. Well, no. Oh, wait, what do we got done in this hole? Just as you say, I'm winning, the ram blinks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the ram I've dealt with them. I know they're fine. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to kind of lead you to where I found the carcass and just kind of explain basically everything that was explained. I've been in the forest. I've gone hunting. I've seen quite a few carcasses before, uh, but not one. Sorry, I have seen uh, carcasses before. Carcasses? I've always heard it. Sure. Well, I mean, wherever you're from. Where did the cat come from? My God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just appears. <laughs> oh. I thought it was a badger. I'm inside. Yeah, I just explained that. What I see with the sheep. Uh, and we're a very serious party that takes everything seriously. Yes. So there doesn't seem to be any method to this. If it were like a ritual or some sort of, you know, if someone were trying to steal a sheep for meat or trying to, you know, shear them for their wool or some sort of monetary game, there would be some yeah. system to what's happening. This looks savage. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely savage. The um, I would like to like mm -hmm. investigate for anything else besides just the viscera that's mm -hmm. lying around there to see if there's tools left behind, any struggling mm -hmm. type things. Mm -hmm. Roll investigation 16. Okay, in the hole that you're in, you only really find one carcass, which is and now that you're looking at it. Most of the meat of the animal is gone, but the bones are still there. The like wool and the extra bits that normal things won't eat are still scattered. Around. But it's only one carcass. It's just everywhere, and that seems weird because you know that they've probably lost in the realm of seventy to eighty sheep over the course of. And there's only one carcass in here. I relay all that info. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Great. Are, are you actually in the hole now with us, Curl? No. no. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, Curl, roll perception roll. Something I'm good at. One. Twenty-two. Great. <laughs> there is a sheep in front of you. There's <laughs> a large ram. No, the ram. The ram blinks, uh, eats some grass, comes back up. Not really interested in the steering contest anymore. Walks back to the herd, makes a meh, and the other herd, the other sheep goes meh. 
And then you realize that the animal isn't buying at the other animals. It's buying at something across the river. And you look over toward the forest on the slow side of that van that wraps around, and there's a figure standing on the What does the figure look like? It is humanoid in shape. It's kind of hard to see because they're just at the edge of the forest. It's a little shadowy. But they are wearing furs, heavy, thick furs, and big hood. Mm. And they have a large uh, wooden longbow. How far would you say the figure is from me? Probably around 300 feet. 300, 400 feet out okay. to the, uh, the So from like across like a position, I just kind of turn around, I notice the figure, and I'll immediately like get up on all fours, and I'll dash towards the figure mm-hmm. full speed. And as, so as you run at it, you can see without any real... Hesitate, like without like panic or anything in its body, sort of melts into the forest. I'll keep going. So you get to the edge of the river, okay. and the river is the water is shallow enough that you could cross, but it would be like neck high, and the current isn't impossible to walk through, but it is very difficult. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought I had a thing for this. <laughs> Do we see any of this happening? Um, you hear a big <laughs> as something starts running through the grass up top. Badgers? Were we right? <laughs> Is it badgers this whole time? Um, we'll pop out and see what's going on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if we see him... But you see Crow sprinting, like full on. You see Bolt sprinting towards the river. What in the camp? Um, I'll use a <sighs> key point to use Step of the Wind, mm-hmm. um, which doubles my jump distance. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll try to take a running leap across the river to chase down whatever this figure is. Okay. Full hunting mode. Roll it. Oh, this is good. Ryder, come on now. He's off on it. He's oh, doing it again. God. Yeah, okay. Uh, is that athletics or acrobatics? What makes the most sense for your character? The acrobatics, probably. Use that. Uh, Fifteen. Okay, so you you don't make it all the way across the river, but you make it about two thirds of the way, and it's very elegant, like yeah, <laughs> and then you land in the water. How does Curl feel about water? It doesn't mind it. Okay, it's it cold. It doesn't like being wet, ah. but just like anyone doesn't like being wet. Yeah, it's not, but it's not like the cat thing where they don't like water. Right. It's right. more tiger-esque. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll swim. Yeah, sure, great. if I have to. So you're in the water, you're about up to your neck, and you can sort of toe on the ground and walk and continue. Mm-hmm. It's very cold. So you get out of the river and roll a perception for me. Alana we catch up to the river yet? Yes, you are on the banks of the river watching the scoot. 24. You see this figure now clear. It is a half elf in full um, leather, like hiding behind a tree. And you recognize this figure as uh, someone about town. It is well, not really about town, but he comes into town every now and again. It's old Tom Formal. The long gray beard, 
gray eyebrows, dark eyes, slightly pointed ears. You can very clearly make out underneath his big old like leather hood, and he's. <laughs> Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. <laughs> hey, Tom, I see you there. Stop. In the name of the Adventurer's Guild Law thing. You're going to have to workshop that one there, girl. <laughs> you hear Elfman scream across the river? <laughs> You're going to have to workshop that one. Uh, what, what are you two doing now that you see... You see um, and hear Kuro yelling into the forest about to Marvel. Kuro, we've been over this, buddy. You're not supposed to just take off with an alert in us. There's nothing like noticeable that like to make it across. There is a bridge that is all the way back in town. Okay. I didn't believe that, and I will it into existence. Yes. Turn your head. Yeah, there's no slide. Yeah. There's a bridge. No, there's a bridge back in town that crosses over into the forest. That's the main thoroughfare to the eastern lands. But um, this far down is it'd probably be you know 20, 30 minutes back to town before you get across. Is this river? Roughly, um, think like Mississippi. Um, and it's like in downtown Minneapolis. Like, so you can see across. You can see across, yeah, very easily. Um, it's very shallow and wide right here. So it's... It, it, so if you more than 30 down, feet? Yes, probably... <laughs> I'm going to yell over to... Catman! Who, who is it? Who are you talking to? I'm fixated on, on old pumpkin. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I'm going to get you uh, Do we... Do we need to go? What are you doing over here, old man? I'm doing that cat! <laughs> Get out of here, cat! <laughs> what are you at? Can we hear any of this? Um, roll the okay. Both of us? Are... Yeah, we need one. Okay. You can hear the rattling of the river. God, it is so peaceful around here. Cheap by background. Oh, man, I'm getting sleepy. Uh, you can hear Tom like, "Why are you what? <laughs> is that? I think Tom is over there. Uh, what? Oh. I think old man Tom is over there. I heard a bad old Tom, old man Tom. What does he like to be called? I don't know. You're not very good with names, are you, there, Ryder? Listen, I'm fine with names. What's my name? Ben. Listen, anyway, yeah. I think old man Tom is over there. Okay, well, that old man. Tom, yeah, okay. What do we want to do about it? Uh, well, what's he doing over there? Probably his job. That is, supposed yeah, to that, is, <laughs> that is accurate. Like, he's a hunter. He's in the woods. Is yeah. not like two and two and then four. Um, Kuro, you now see that uh, Tom has several rabbits over his shoulder that are clearly dead um, and have been cutted. And he is very concerned with your sort of aggressive action. But he doesn't. He's not responding with aggression. He's very much responding with like, "Well, I'm just gonna run into the woods if I have to." <laughs> what do you What do you want with me, cat? Cat person? Cat? Cat guy? Who do you want with the sheep? I don't. I I I don't <laughs> care. What do you mean? What are you talking about? You haven't like came over here. Yes, I live over here. Is that true? Yes. <laughs> it is. You know, he lives <laughs> <laughs> in a hut across from the bridge. 
Yeah. Coral, <laughs> remember, be nice. You use the nice words. Bet you are. Old man Tom. Alright, old Tom. How can we stop helping these nice people? Miss Genevieve is like the sweetest lady ever. Oh yeah, she's real nice. That's kind of a jerk. That's the saxophone. Yeah, well, he's been sick. He's got a reason. Oh, yeah, he wasn't always sick. He's kind of always jerk. It's not the point. Have you seen? You seen that big old hole? What do you know about the hole, man? Whatever kill those people, I want nothing to do with it. I'm just gonna sit at the bank. Yeah. You just kind of like pick at the... <laughs> What do you think about popcorn? I don't know. I don't know. Like, as, as the conversation goes, Tom is getting louder. Yeah. And it's becoming easier for him to be understood. Yeah. Um, oh, God. Can I even hear him now? Yeah, you can hear him. Oh, he even that one. Like the, I'm going to get you stance. But like he's like strafing. Mm-hmm. Like just inching closer to like more like loud. You dumb do you got the butt wiggle? Is that is that canon? I think it's like rolls on that one. Yes, yes, he does. Um Tom jumps to the jumps to the closest tree to his right and just scoots over. Like he's clearly trying to move upriver, which is where his house is. So he's sort of like taking steps and going and trying to box him off as much as I can. Carol, just, just let old man Tom go. He's not doing anything. He just, this guy's real suspicious. Yeah. I don't think he should go anywhere. Maybe You're real suspicious. You jumped across the river. You can chase me now. You're really suspicious showing up because sheep are supposed to be doing disappearing. Yeah, because I live here. Uh, I think we should probably help old Tom out. Yeah. Hey, old Tom, we'll come and visit you in a little bit if that's all right with you. We'll get our... Kuro here under control and we'll come visit you properly. He also life. might just follow you. Uh, maybe give him a little bit of the, the rabbit you have. He might just follow you back to your house. We'll meet you there. So, so Tom takes the rabbit and he like waves it. Right here. <laughs> <laughs> do, 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 do you want it? That's not going to fool me, old man. <laughs> 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 what do you do? This is probably one of those things like he throws it expecting even just my eyes to fall and yeah. just, I'm locked in on my target like <sighs> sorry I told you that I really thought he'd go for it damn it and he runs <laughs> and he just like sprints <laughs> down through the woods uh, running towards his hut girl girl what would it take for me to chase him down and like pounce on him and grapple him not much. He's an old man. <laughs> you are old now we're going to be sued. Now we're going to be sued. This is great. I see him starting to do that. I will try and run into the river, and then I will burn a spell and misty step to get in front of Kuro here before he okay. can do that. Um, so, so roll, roll an attack. You are inherently faster than him, so you wouldn't catch him. Oh, boy. Oh, no. Um, where's my attack numbers? That is a 23. Okay. You will hit. So as you see, Tom sprint. <laughs> what would be considered an old man sprint? Um. <laughs> there he is. So cute. The, as you, you uh, see an old man sprint, it's just more of a hobble as he tries to go through the woods. You see Curl like, no. 
and jump as if to, to, to go ahead and throw the ball. Roll for me, either athletics or acrobatics, whichever one would be better for you, and try to intercept the timing <laughs> of Kuro's jump. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, go with acrobatics. Okay. <laughs> Oh, oh that's, that's good. good. Eight. So you, you you get it off, but instead of being in front of curl, you land into curl. So you're both of you smack into each other midair as you misty step up, trying to get in the way, but in fact you just get in the same space and connect each other and tumble into the forest. At the same time, Ooh. Mm. Uh, Tom trips over a, a root and just face plants. Oh, no. See that? <laughs> so you, you two tumble into the, into the ground. Um, this is an old forest. So there's not a lot of undergrowth. It's a lot of old pine. So uh, it's a lot of, you know, pine tufts. I mean, it's not really hard. It's, it's a mm. fairly easy, soft landing. But you see Tom take a real rough fall, just go full, and he's not moving. Oh, girl, we've been over this. You don't tackle the people we need to talk to. Why is he not moving? He's trying to run away. That's super suspicious. So is attacking old man in the forest, girl. Oh, God, why is he not what moving? What is happening? I'm, I'm just going to go to the bridge. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to go to the bridge. Yep. I'll run over to uh, old Tom. Grab a health potion while you're there. <laughs> like, full, just, my full intention is just to grapple him originally. Yep. I'm going to just run over to his not moving body and, like, mm-hmm. grab him. So you hear Oh, thank the gods. <laughs> Good, he's not dead. We can question him. Yeah, yeah. No. Let's be nice this time and use our words, not our claws, girl. That's not what I'm paid for. Press the digitation squirt bottle. No! Uh, while I'm headed to the bridge, I'd like to let Genevieve know that we're no longer going to be, wa- mm-hmm. be watching the sheep. Mm-hmm. So, just the sheep. As, as you walk back and say, hey, she like comes up to you and she takes your hand. Okay, uh huh. Yeah, yep. And she says, honey, you're welcome anytime. Thank you so much. Okay. Please. Great. Thank you. No, no badges for you, ma'am. Uh, <clears throat> we'll, we'll be back. Okay, please come back. Yeah, no, we'll we'll do. Put up the badger charm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Just going on the thing, it'll attract get, get girls. <laughs> and they'll keep the badgers away. So you have sort of rolled over on top of, like, Tom is underneath you, and you press him down, and he's sort of groaning. He has a little bit of a cut on the top of his head. Um, that's bleeding ever so slightly, and you are sort of disheveled and getting up. You see that grows on top of Tom in, some, in a somewhat aggressive posture, and Jeremy has given you a very wonderful goodbye um, and has handed you a scone for the road. Thank you, thank you. I have just the biggest desire for a scone now because of this. Kuro's <laughs> yeah. like. The, the hair on his back is like sticking up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rule perception. Uh, that will be 16. He is terrified. Like, this is old man staring in the face of death, scared, not just like, kind of don't like this. 
uncomfortable scared, he is maybe on the verge of pooping himself. <laughs> frightened of what's happening right now. Girl, girl, can we please be nice to him? We need to talk to old Tom first before we go attacking him like this. You better come out with it, old man. Tell us why you're skulking around the woods over here. Please let me go. Just your I agree with He is more honest than he should be. Hey, 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 I myself I just need to change my pants and I'm just supposed to do for old Margo. She said she's going to come over tonight. She's a lovely lady who puts out the roof for the kids. to die, old Tom. See, Koro, these are repercussions of your actions. And, and Tom sort of, like, shovels out, and he, like, grabs your leg, he, like, wraps around your leg, and he's, like, kind of, kind of uncomfortable, like, wiping his face on your the leg for you. He's like, hey, he's now you want my help? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, just remember this the next time you go running down old men in the forest, girl. All right. Well, um, okay, come on now. You're you're going to be fine. Let's get you up here. I'll okay. use press, subtly use press the digitation so I clean them off. We'll get you up. You'll be fine. The mean cat won't get you anymore. You're fine. And which way to your house? Um, let's go back and get you all prepped for old Marco. Or whatever. All right. All right. Let's Let's go. Hey, Coral. Uh, Ryder, going to be coming through here. You want to go grab them and bring them over here? Hi. You are all going in the same direction. Neat. So, so Ryder is going upriver to the bridge, and you two also have to go upriver to get to Tom's cabin. So, as Eldred's uh, picking up Tom from the ground, mm -hmm. I'll just take him over and go, and like run off to go find Ryder. <laughs> <laughs> so you do that. He crumbles in your arms. <laughs> oh, and I'm you. that cat's spoiled no later. So oh, right. I do this all over your cloak. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, cleaning that off right away. Just, mm -hmm. just get it. Oh. Yeah, like, and God. It's the magic who wants to cast fireball when you have this handy little spell everywhere? It is just a mess. So you, uh, oh, you sprint through the woods, and you come to the bridge, and you see riders on the other side just starting to cross. And you get to the bridge, you have passed a small stone and wood sort of model of hut that has clearly been torn down and rebuilt, torn down and rebuilt, 
many, many times over the course of many, many years. It's been there for a very long time. And it's right on, uh, it's on an old rock foundation. And there's a little bit of smoke coming out of the top of the, um, the hut. All right, all right, I think I found, uh, this is where old Tom lives, right? Um, yeah, I think so. <laughs> um, what, what does that look, what, what's that look on your face right now? Um, don't mention the woods. What do you mean, don't mention don't, the woods? just don't. Okay. Yeah. Do I see them yet? Yeah, you, like, as you're sort of having this conversation, um, Eldred and old Tom start walking through. They're not moving really quick pace. Tom is clearly not in best state. Looks like he has been both hit by a truck and crying his eyes out after seeing the notebook for the first time. Yeah. So he's yeah. very like doesn't have much in the way of structure. Eldred is essentially like dragging him through the woods. He's not very heavy. He's a very light gentleman. I'm just gonna <laughs> Hey uh, Eldred. Yeah. I'm not supposed to mention the woods? Uh, oh, 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 oh. Next time you're both glitter bombs, yeah. you're doing it with it on your own. Yeah. So you get to the old Tom's cabin, and the, uh, not cabin, hut. Uh, you get to the hut, and the door, Tom opens the door, and he takes a breath. <sighs> Uh, uh, okay. I'm sorry. I, it's been a rough couple of weeks. I I apologize. I didn't mean to get all that cool all over again. I didn't mean to be suspicious. He didn't really do it on purpose, but I, I'm sorry clearly I was doing something that wasn't particularly you you okay? And I don't you, think I know who you are, but you know. must be with them, so uh yeah no hi I'm I'm writer writer die yeah hi, I'm Tom hi Tom old Tom, old Tom. It, it, old did Tom. your parents name you old Tom like is it one know. one old Tom that's just I want I want you to think about that for yeah <laughs> yep no nope, no nice. it still stands okay I'm old now yeah I mean when sure I when I was maybe born. maybe they were preparing you for future. No, I get it. Just Tom. Okay. Old, old yeah, Tom. Just I got Tom. Tom. Okay, Tom. Just Tom. Did you want me to call you old? Because that just seems kind of rude. Let's let yeah, everybody that's else call fair. Okay, old Tom. Right. There are a couple of other Toms in town. Did they call you, like, infant Tom and baby Tom and no. young Tom? I mean, I was in my family. I was in my family. Use your manners. I'm sorry. That's kind of It's very sad. By myself, I hunt the woods. I trade in the town. There's not a lot going on for me. That's that's fair. Uh, can I ask you a question? Yeah, just about. Go ahead. You've already asked a couple. I have, and here's another. Um, great. Have you noticed anything weird going on over at the farm that maybe you pass by when you're hunting? Have you seen the trees crumble? The... Does no, it no. look like a badger? No, we were wrong. One of these days. Yeah, okay, no, um, can you... Come in, come in, come in. I, sort of, I just kind of look around. Yep, okay. Oh, no, no, you two are going right in there. both right and close. Very close. There is a bed made of 
skin. Like deer skins oh, and skin. Uh, <laughs> 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 feel about that? Is that like no? Yeah, yeah, but you have fur. Yeah. yeah. It might be a little different for me. Like I'm fine with animals. <laughs> Okay. Uh, uh, curious. So the, it's like a, just a very simple animal skin bed with like a simple, simple pillow. And there is a stove, like an old camping stove that's still got coal smoldering. That's smoke. And there's almost the entire wall, all the wall around, are just dead animals all over the place. There's some taxidermy heads, there's skins, there's raccoon tails. Foxtails, there's squirrels. Old Tom clearly really likes taxidermy. Like this stuff right around the door is fairly normal, but towards the back of the hut, you start to see some weird stuff. Like there's a, a raccoon who's got a cowboy hat on and is holding a stick that kind of like is like looks like a magic wand. And then there's there's like two squirrels who are who are waltzing together on a tree branch. And there's a deer that's missing one of its antlers and it's got a cigar in its mouth. So he, he gets a little strange when it comes to the taxidermy, but he does do some is it, stuff. Is though. it good taxidermy or is it it's bad taxidermy? <laughs> it would depend on your definition of bad, but it's not traditional. Well, there's the... Oh, okay, good enough. We don't, we don't need to get into that. It's weird. We'll say that. Like, sometimes the eyes aren't totally straight, so they're like off kilter a little bit and and sometimes the face isn't fully on the mold, so it's just like ever so slightly tilted just a little bit. Girl, like just one? enough to make you slightly uncomfortable. Girl, which one of these makes you the most uncomfortable? No. He alerts. Tom, did you did you make these yourself? No, I did. Oh well. You know, maybe later for sure. I'm totally invested in that story. Really? Can you tell us about the creature? Oh, the tree scrambler. Yeah, the tree scrambler. Tree scrambler. Yeah, that. Well, get around, children. We did, but and I will tell you a story. Oh boy. Ancient beast that haunts these woods. Long ago, when I first put my head on the river, there was no greenwood. There was just the open plains and the forest. So on the open plains, we would have the animal and the foxes and the deer would run across the river in the woods to feed. But then, an ancient creature would rise from underneath the ground and devour anything that walked along its land. Well, guess where they put the town of Greenwood? Right in the middle of the tree scrubber's meeting ground. Well, I got a feeling. I wonder, folks, and they came by to build a town, and I said, jump to it. There's a tree scrubble out here. He'll come by, and he'll eat some children, and he'll steal some livestock, and then he'll disappear. You'll never see him again. At least not in your life. Now, I'm almost 200 years old, and I've seen a tree scrubble 
What? Chance is good. He's a slumber. But soon, maybe already, he'll wake up. And when he does, he's going to have a terrible time with catching him. That guaranteed was taken in their shoes. Now, once I found out that I was pretty sure it was going to be the tree scrubble, I wanted nothing to do with that sheep. Tell so, give the tree scrubble what he wants. Just let him take him. As long as you don't eat you, you're in a good place. Do you know about how big these tree scrubbles get? Ooh, scrubble. It's a scrubble. Yeah. You gotta say it right. They get really upset when you mispronounce your names. Oh, you can talk to them, huh? No! Uh-oh. <laughs> the last tree scrubber I saw was bigger than a house with long, gangly legs, seen like trees, but his face was a big old lizard face, and on top of his head, it shot fire, and his eyes looked like fish eyes. And his tail, well, his tail looked like a possum. Not just a possum tail, like a whole dang possum. Like a possum, big old possum. Get him right there on the rear end. was hanging off. Uh, El Trish is going to be looking around. Can you say uh, possum one more possum. time? Hmm. Mm-hmm. Let me, like, open things of uh, illicit substances are just lying around this guy's house. None. Oh. There's no alcohol. There, you can't even tell if there's food in this building. <laughs> How much metal did that is been smelling over the years? First text. You sniff some chemical stuff uh-huh. that that might that you suspect might be part of it. Okay. Okay. Uh, Sixteen nature. Have I heard of anything like this? No. <laughs> it sounds like utter nonsense. Now, uh, I'll preface that with saying. This is a new area for you, right? None of you are from Greenwood specifically. It's why you've been assigned here. You don't have any direct connections or already created enemies or um, ways that people might treat you. So it's why they assigned you all three to Greenwood. But the the idea of a tree scrumple seems far-fetched. Now, you do know of creatures like Displacer Beasts that sort of separate themselves out into multiple creatures to make them difficult to hit. You also know about creatures like basilisks and rust monsters and the terrasque, which is, is this ancient, monstrous creature. So it's not out of the realm of possibility that something like this does exist in the woods, but what Tom is describing to you sounds like made. It sounds made. It sounds like a fairy tale. Is there anything else you can tell us, Tom, on like how we can track this scrumple oh, out? You can show me. Have you seen the whole? In front of the barn? The barn? Yeah, the creepy sheep? Yeah, yeah, yeah actually. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, hold on. How do you know about that hole? Well, I found the hole. Did, did you let... Insert guy's name here. Callan? Yeah, that... Did you let him know about it? Oh, no! Well, I told him I wanted nothing to do with that. I told you, that's a tree scramble hole right there. They stick their hand right underneath and reach around with their multiple bendy elbows and just grab up here Dig out of stupid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, how, uh, I believe it. Uh, yeah. How long ago did you first see that hole? Oh, I found that hole uh, four days ago. Okay. okay. 
Have you told anyone about this hole? No. Did you put grass on top of it again? No. Oh. I just skipped it. And I, <laughs> I, I bullet went out to death. Tree scrabble hole. And I know. Got, you know, when we saw that, we thought maybe Badger, but how do you describe it? Tree scrabble. Oh, oh. Badger's weed. We don't get the giant badgers out here much anymore. Oh, well, that's... Yeah, I want to do those here. Actually, that one there, his name is Gregory. <laughs> he used to eat out of my hand, and I shot him. What, why? Huh. Why did you shoot well, him? I gotta, I gotta, I gotta make, a, make a stuff badger. It's like, it's like a big badger that looks like it's in the hugging motion, and the mouth is in a smile, and it's, it's like standing in the corner of... How much do you want for that badger? Oh, I can't sell you. He's my best friend. Oh, okay. and, and, and like snuggles into the arms. Like it fits perfectly. Yeah. The arms are around his shoulders and hugs and snuggles up. You, you said you were meeting someone on here. Oh, yeah, Margo. She's going to come back. Oh, for a long time. We've been good friends for. 15, 20 years, and you know, her husband recently passed away. He got the, he got the, 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 and he sort of fades off. Oh, perfect. Yeah, no, perfect time for you to just swoop in there, huh? Look at you, look at you, Tom. Look at you, bud. Yeah. No, not at all, Tom. Yeah, me, me too. You know what, Tom? I probably got some enough info on this. Uh, oh, you to want me to trail? Actually, Tom, get me. Yeah, a trail he drained the forest where the tree scramble went. Yep. Well, yep. Uh, 27 stealth to just, like, fade into uh, the doorway and leave. Like Homer Simpson. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do I have to roll for this? I'm here to do it. Did you know me? As as Kuro fades out into the. How do I get like six cents for Kuro? So, Kuro, as you go out, you notice that the sun is starting to set. It's getting later in the day. You spent most of the day investigating the, the fields, and now you spent another you know, probably hour with this old guy <laughs> just chatting. He just goes on long stories and takes like more time, more time of your life. And he. So, you are. Seeing like okay, the, the night is night is coming, and as you sort of notice that the night is here, you hear a loud crash back toward the uh, column, the Lyra's home. Um, again, I'm just full on sprinting mm -hmm. back to the field. Okay, what well, going across the we don't bridge? Across the bridge for okay. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we should yeah. find the trail. Yeah. So now, yeah. you, so you hear you. Don't see Corrode, but okay. you do hear <laughs> someone is clearly sprinting away from the hut at full speed. Hey, do you see Kuro anywhere? Yeah, he is gone. Okay. We just got through it. You know, you know, old Tom, we would love to see where the trail is. We need to go find our cat friend. I apologize. <laughs> hey, do you think you'd teach me the taxidermy sometime? Oh, good. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. What do you want to do? A cat. And I walk out the door. <laughs> <laughs> so, as you, so as you walk out, do you follow? Yeah. About the like, first quick thing, which way was the trail at? It was in the forest, right across the way from the, 
the uh, library house. Okay. You know what? I'll palm up a silver and say, good luck with your day, my boy. Stay, stay. I would go with that one. Okay. He bites the silver and bends it with his teeth and goes, ah, it's real. <laughs> I bet he was a prospector at one point. <laughs> I was going to get him a ball pass to a brand without a trigger. And with that, I'll actually not go across the bridge, but I'll go back where we can and kind of set up shop on the other side. Right. So as you're walking, so uh, Kuro, you're the first. So as you walk out, mm-hmm. so you sort of both of you go your separate ways. You go across the bridge, or you see, you walk out and see Kuro sprinting across the bridge, taking a hard left, going all the way back toward the Lyra House, okay. the Lyra Ranch. And, <laughs> and uh, not my Abraham friend. No! <laughs> oh, shit. No. Uh, no. As you come out, uh, Elder, you see again, same thing, Kuro just sprinting down back toward uh, where you just came. And it looks like uh, the rider is starting to cross the bridge, starting to go and sort of follow. I guess I'll go back down to the piece where you said the trail is and try and the... Yep, stay on the way for all of that. Okay, so as you're both walking, the sun is setting. The sun has completely set. By the time you get crow, you get to the, um, the Lyra household. Um, is it dark for you? I do. Great. So it is very, very dark. And uh, we are essentially in the middle of, you know, nowhere. And it's a farm community, so there's not a lot of light that comes from houses, aside from candlelight. And the farm itself is outside of the city. So as you make it back to the house, it is completely pitch black, and you can see a very large shape start to move through the field, out of the barn, and into the woods. And by the time you get there, the shape is gone. You, you can see sort of a trail that has been led, and when you get, you, you actually hear this crashing sound as something is bar- barreling through into the woods, leaving a very clear trail. I will begin so I follow the trail, but as stealthily as I possibly can. Great, cool. So, I will do exactly the same thing I did with Tom and just full on like mm-hmm. chase mode. Great. So it's into so you you get to the Lyra household. You see this thing running into the thing. Another thing you notice is that when it gets in the water, it's sort of you, you see do you see this interesting moment of it like jerks for a second and then gets faster as it starts barreling across the river. Um, you run as fast as you can after it. Uh, do you want to try to jump the river again? <laughs> yeah. Do it. Roll. I got a 14 for stealth. Okay. 20. Great. So you get about the same distance, but you feel a little more like Spider-Man. You like, <laughs> bam, and you are expecting the cold this time. Um, you get across most of the river, sort of walk your way, tippy toes across, and you get to the other side, and you see, as you're sort of starting to sprint down the path and follow, you see uh, Eldred is like sneaking along the path and you come up right to him. Do you just want to barrel right past oh, yeah. him? Okay. You <laughs> curl just sprints past you as you're trying to save him. Hey. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Trip him. <laughs> um 
roll an attack, I guess? And you can use uh, acrobatics to counter. 20. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Stick out your foot. Boing. <laughs> um, by the time you get to the Lyra residence, the moon has come out. And it is a full moon tonight. Okay. Beautiful, bright. And now the light has started sort of sending itself across the, the ranch. You can see where the hole was. Underneath the barn, there is a, there's not a hole anymore. There's a hole in the wall. The wall itself has been blown out. Okay. And you can also see one of the windows in the Lyra house is broken in. It's broken. It's no longer. Um, do I see any sheep? You do not. Okay. I'm going to go look inside the house. Mm-hmm. And you, so you, do you want to knock on the door? Do you want no, to... I'm going to use, can I use stealth? Great. Yeah. Roll stealth. The one. Okay. So you <laughs> are like sneaking up yeah. and like trying to like be sneaky. I cut and myself you, on the glass. <laughs> and you, as you sort of peek in, Genevieve sees you and goes, oh, thank God you're here. Oh, God. Okay. He's gone. I don't know where my car is. Yeah, no, I will. I will. Miss Genevieve, um, can you, can we just hang on? Take, take a breath. Just, yeah, no, deep, deep breath in through the nose, out through the mouth. Yeah, good, good. Okay. What, what, what? Did somebody break in? Did, did Colin just walk out? What happened? I don't know. I was making us some dinners. The sun went down and all of a sudden I heard a wind crash and Colin was gone. He would never leave. I swear. I, why it. would he? I would. Why would Please he? Find him I will. Things. Yeah, I definitely am going to try. Um, yeah. Uh, okay. So how long ago did this happen? Oh, just... Just five ten minutes ago, very recent. It just happened. Please, yeah. You did he? Did he? Did he say anything to you before all of this happened? No, he just said he was gonna lie down. He said he wasn't feeling well. I knew he was sick, so I was gonna make him his favorite dinner. And I was just about to throw the roast in the mm-hmm. oven. And I heard a crash, mm-hmm. and he was mm-hmm. gone. Do I notice the dog? You do not. Well, I'm leaving. Yesterday's <laughs> uh, not there. Okay. I yeah. <sighs> Damn trace grimble. Uh, I'm hesitant to leave you, Miss Genevieve. Can I maybe walk you to Old Tom's house? I, I'm going. Yeah. No, I definitely will. Yep. You know, I I actually have to go this direction anyway, so I do have. To, I can't swim. I can, but no. I just if we can get you. Somewhere safer than this building because the window's open and I don't want a badger to come in and attack you. So let's let's go to old Tom's house. He's got some beautiful artwork that I think you'll really like. Uh, and and I will go go find my friends and we will find your husband. Please. Yep. Eighteen. She she Thank, thank you, thank you, ma'am. Uh, and I, I kind of, you know, I give her my arm so she can hold it as we walk out. She takes it. She puts it on her. Okay. Yeah. She, yep. Sorry, like, starts, like, 
No. Sobbing. Yeah, man, it's it's okay. Gently That's... rests her face on your shoulder. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're just gonna go to old Tom's house now. I'm gonna walk her real Tom. Um, as you're on your way, you see the sheriff. Yep. Uh, is is walking down the road through green, uh, the nightly round, mm. and he um, and she interrupts you. Okay. Says, What's going on here? Oh, hey, sheriff. Yeah, I um do do. Bashra do we trust the sheriff? Do we like the sheriff? As far as you know, she's been nothing but uh, fine. She's a dwarf. Okay. She's an ex-adventurer herself. Okay. Who chose to settle down in Greenwich. I'm... The one problem you've had with her is she's a stickler for the letter of the law. Yeah. And sometimes there's an area where, like, property rights lie and where, mm-hmm. like, Actual taking of action should be within the confines of the city. But aside from that, she's been a new person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Sheriff, hello. Yeah, I, I was just helping Miss Genevieve here. Um, yeah, some, someone broke into her house. I think Miss Genevieve can tell you all about it. I need to go find my friends real quick. But I'll, I can tell you all about it after I, after I find my, after I find my friends. Um, so. Uh, Miss Miss Genevieve, will you, will you tell the sheriff here what happened? Oh, a happy. And I just kind of start sheriff. to like, and yeah, like back off with like my hands up, like okay, I'm just gonna go yeah. now. And Genevieve sort of takes uh, Asha's arm, yeah, like crunches down, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Arm, and they walk into town. Perfect. And she starts telling, regaling, yes, yeah, what just occurred. So I'm gonna start to just kind of sprint towards where I assume my friends have gone to. You can hear. A booming crash through the forest. Don't like that. Yep. So you you're on the main path. Yeah. So you can hear this sort of crashing off in the distance as it as something huge is moving okay. close. It's me. And um, if you want to roll survival, yeah, a track it. Uh, thirteen. Yeah. You can very easily find if you. You find an angle yep. to sort of cut off of the main path into the woods and move towards whatever it is. That's okay. Crashing. Yep. You are sprinting after this thing. And for maybe the first time in quite a long time, not gaining distance. This thing is fast and incredibly, like incredibly fast. Much faster than you originally anticipated as it sort of waded its way across the, the river. Uh, you being... Kuro. Kuro. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And are you still trying to sneak, or have you just given up and sprinted after? I've given up. Loud, heavy sigh, and I'll sprint it after. Kuro! Kuro! Now. We can keep going. Let's do it. Let's do it. I'll to fall into those tropes, but it's. So hard. You get to the. You are still running after the train picked up, and you can see out of the corner of your eye a rider cutting forest as well. So off, off a little bit, but you can hear them running up in the same direction. You're all sort of traveling. No, that I up with them probably at all. Uh, yeah. I will just kind of investigate. Like, what kind of tracks am I looking at here? Like, what is the path that I'm going? Roll survival. Oh, or knowledge of nature, whichever would be better. Okay, nature. Oh, nature. Eight. 
It's they're big. They're big and they're clawed. Oh, you have no idea what does it look? Tree scrumplish. As far as you know, the stories of tree scrumplish certainly could be scrumplish. Damn scrumplish. These damn scrumplish. They do. So, uh, yeah, you don't know what it could be. It's much larger than any of the animals you've seen in the forest. And you, you have, as an adventuring party, you've gone into the forest once or twice to, you know, find a lost kid or, you know, help somebody fix a boat or you know, small things that have required your attention. But you've been in forest where you've seen the animals. Deer, bears, wolves, foxes, squirrels, possums, badgers. But whatever this is, is much bigger than anything you've seen in the woods so far. It's uh, three badgers in a trench coat. <laughs> they all snap. Yeah, yeah. Footprints fire ball. ball. If you roll the one, I'm just badgers. The so the you come to a in in the woods there this sheared cliff and the there's a big whatever you're chasing is in that cave. It is dark and like pitch black in there. And with your dark vision you can see a certain distance in, but from the outside you can't see what's inside. Mm, about 60 feet. Mm-hmm. Alright. It's not going anywhere. Got it trapped. <laughs> Roll perception. It's less up. Twenty-two. Surrounding this. <laughs> so you, initially you were just sprinting together, running as fast as you can. I'm gonna catch him. I'm gonna catch him. You get to this cave. You realize that this is probably wherever this thing was headed initially, and you are surrounded by sheep carcasses. Absolute, like what you would estimate to be 75 to 80 sheep carcasses just scattered about the opening of this cave. Wow, how did Tom miss this? He says to the air because I'm not there. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, are you waiting for your companions? Yep. Great. So, they show up and all, you're all a little bit. Like, probably less so than the other two, but this was a big, this was a wild big word. So, so mad. Hey, guys. Yeah. I got it trapped. Don't worry. That is a large amount of sheep carcasses. Yeah. God, how did Tom miss that? (laughs) So, uh, it's a big old cave. The creature... Is, has gone into that cave. There's a bunch of sheep carcasses around the mouth of the cave. What would you like to do? With the lock, apart that, um, Pearl, did you see what this thing was? It was big. Probably a badger. Yeah. Knew it. <laughs> Great. Well, I was going to go offer to go in there and scout it out for you all, but. Not now. What, are you just afraid of a little badger? You don't know the stories of the great badgers. Can't be anything worse than a scrumple. Oh, so much worse. I want to pick up 
like a bone and just huck it as far as I can in there. Okay, roll an attack. Yeah. Eight. You miss the opening of the gate and you hit the, the outside. Funk! And you all hear a deep, throaty growl. I grab Mr. Catman over here and do the same. Great. Okay. Yep, we're gonna roll self. Roll self. Yep. 17. Great. 15. Great. This, so you sort of fade into this tree, the trees, and this huge seven and a half foot creature steps out of the cave, growl. It is dapple gray with bright eyes, and its ears are high and up, and its nose is long and sharp. It is, Puppy. It is a werewolf. And you see it sniff. I can smell you. Well, we're in the uh, first session. Fireball. <laughs> 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 Smell this! Excellent. Uh, thank you so much for joining us in our first session of Hell or High Water uh, as we're back uh, recording the podcast. Uh, join us for session two coming soon. Thanks, bye! Thanks, bye! bye. bye.